Mayor, look what I brought on, on top. I had to. We gotta figure out a way to. Is it recording? Okay, we begin um, a new day, Baruch Hashem, a new life. Um, one of the things that that is so important, I think, especially now with what's going on with the uh, coronavirus, um, it's so clear, so clear, it doesn't get clearer than that. I think that, Baruch Hashem, that we're able to strengthen ourselves, that Hashem should help each and every one of us strengthen ourselves in Hilchus Lashon Hara and strengthen ourselves to come together besides the fact that it's Erev Purim and it's a time of, of Achtos and a time, time of getting together and that the, the clarity of the coronavirus which separates uh, quarantines in Hebrew it's called, what's it called? Bidud? Bidud! Is, is, is to be alone. Levad, Milashon Levad, to be, to be alone, right, is the pshat that, um, oh, thank you so much, is the pshat that, that um, each and every one of us has to work on. We, we must work as a, as a nation, as an individual, to, to be more, not be dude, not to be alone, and to reach out to other people, that I think is so clear that that's our avoda, that's our avoda of, of, of why we learn purity of speech every day. Not just for this time during Purim and this time of the, uh, what's going on in the world, but it's a lesson for each and every one of us to strengthen ourselves, especially that Bein Azmanim is coming. So we're not going to be here, all of us, together to be learning this. So we have to literally strengthen as best as we can, Mamish, to strengthen and strengthen and strengthen as much as we can to, to learn the halachas. Thank you so much. To learn the halachas of, of Lashon Hara because the person who is negative is a person who wants to be uh, alone and he pushes people away from him. A person who doesn't learn Hilchus Lashon Hara, a person who doesn't understand how he has the ability to bring people close. And it's difficult because a lot of times when a person doesn't like himself, a person doesn't want to connect to other people, doesn't want to have other people in his life. That's the Mitzorah. The Mitzorah is Motsi Ra, as we say many times, that the Mitzorah is, is, uh, has the Ra inside of him and, it, and it's brought out by his talking. It's brought out by his thoughts, by his negative thoughts. And it's, there's no greater time, I, I, I feel, it's incumbent upon all of us to strengthen ourselves, to, to learn somehow to be more positive. And obviously, like we say, it's not, it's not just about being positive. It's about a person understanding and learning not to talk negatively about people. It's to learn the halachas as much as we can, more and more, especially as it's Pesach is on the way, Purim and Pesach, which are all Zmane Gu'ula. The reason that we have Purim and then Pesach is because it's all in the whole, the whole Maisa of Purim happened on Pesach. The whole story of Purim really when, when, uh, was during a time of, of, of Pesach when, when, uh, when uh, Haman... Oh, wow. Wow. The whole... The whole fasting, I think the whole fasting 
I don't know how it works. How does that work from the time? It says that they, that, um, that it was um, Pesach time, the Seder night. I don't know how that works with the, with the Tainus Esther. I don't, know when, I don't know how that works. But basically that it happened on, on Pesach. There's a, <coughs> whenever it was, it was, it's combined with Pesach. A person is supposed to start, a person is supposed to start the, the halachas. Yeah, maybe something like that. The halachas, I don't know how it falls out like that. Halachas of that you're supposed to learn Torah at the Sudas Purim. You're supposed to learn the Hilchas Pesach because it's all about Gula. And the only reason that we were in Gula is Pesach. Pesach. The Arizal is called Pesach because it's Pesach that your mouth speaks. The only reason we're in Gula is because we're Anas Al Dibur is because of our speech. So that's one of the reasons that we learn purity of speech every day is to strengthen ourselves specifically now where what's going on in the world, it's scary what's going on in the world with the coronavirus, that people are literally being put aside for seven days, 14 days, literally the dinim, the halachas of a mitzvah and chasasholim, you can never look at somebody and say, oh, that person is being quarantined because he spoke Lashon Hara, chasasholim, you can't say that. But the pshat is that it's a lesson for each and every one of us to strengthen as much as we can. We can't just look at the news, look at the news and just say, oh, it's uh, some virus and, and some corona thing and a strange thing from China. The pshat is that we have to strengthen ourselves to realize how it affects me personally and what I could do to strengthen. I think one of the biggest things that we can do is to learn the halachas, is to learn hilchas Lashon Hara, to learn purity of speech, specifically when we're going home, to bring the safer with you. If anybody needs a safer, anyone needs a, uh, a book to bring with them to America or anyone needs it, please let me know and we'll get it to you as, as soon as possible. And I would suggest if everybody could bring it to their homes and bring it to your families and tell them that this is something that we do. Do it at the meals. Do it, do it once a day with your family. It'll change your family, it'll change yourself, it'll change your relationship with your family, even though sometimes it's a little bit uncomfortable to do that, but, but everybody will be thankful to you by incorporating within your family the, the ability to, to work on Hilchus Lashonar, especially now, especially during Purim and during Pesach. This is the time that we could strengthen ourselves more and more. And again, just to start over, just to remind ourselves that that a person can begin new and a person can start. It doesn't matter if he's spoken Lashon Hara. It doesn't matter if he has negativity inside of him. We all have negativity inside of us. We all have negative thoughts. We all have negative feelings. And the more a person can try as best as he can to change his thoughts, to change the way he thinks about things, to change the way he looks at things. From there, that's where everything flows. Everything will flow from there because once you have a positive outlook and a positive outlook could be that right now things are difficult for me and that's okay. It's okay that I'm going through a difficult time. However, a person, right, a lot of times a person says, okay, I'm waiting for the positivity and the love and I'm waiting for everything to be just right. Sometimes when a person just accepts that things are not right, that alone is a positive thought. Accepting that, okay, it's okay, it's okay that... That, thing, that things are not exactly the way I, I want them to be. That alone is a positive thought. Okay, question and comments. Question or comments, please. I made a bracha before, so I'm not making it again now. Please, question or comments, please. Yeah, and that yes. Was-
because someone came, he, um, well, it wasn't, well, whatever. Someone said to me, uh, like uh, the other day, when we came to uh, being like grateful, so like, wow, it's very nice to say that everything is good, but you know, it's like, uh, you have to be like real. So you can't just say like, it's all good. So I said, well, you're 100% per per percent correct. Nobody here is saying, oh no, it's actually great. What I'm really saying is, I don't feel great, and I feel like this isn't working out for me, Thank you for that, and thank you that it is exactly how, how it is, and I'm trusting in infinite God ra rather than in the story that I'm making up, and now I'm just going to continue moving. Thank you for that. Beautiful. Mayor, you're unbelievable, Mayor. See, I wouldn't have even said that, but that's, you're, you're, you're nicer than me in saying that. Right? That's amazing. That's Mayor Mattel. That's amazing. That's amazing, right? That's amazing. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I know. I, 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 no, 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 no. I, I, I like what you said. I, because I, Mayor saying Mayor was was uh, coming down and saying your your inability to be grateful. You have to be grateful for for that for that also, and to sort of trust that even though I, I don't feel the way I feel, even though I feel not good. But I trust in Hashem, right? That's really what you're saying, right? Right. That even though it's, meaning me versus Hashem in that way, which is so, it's a higher level than what I would have said. I would have said like, you know, you, you can't find something to be grateful about. It's not about reality. So you your reality. So make your reality. You, you can't tell me that you're thankful that you don't have your, your, your fingers. You know, you're not thankful for, you know. I'm saying what? Maybe that's bad. No, no, I'm just saying, you know, it's not about better, it's, 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 it's... No, 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 because that, that happens, like, oh, I feel like, I feel like I did, what? like, something wrong, and God is taking, like, the light away from me. It's like, what? He took away, like, your eyes... What did he take away from you? Right. What do you, what do you, what? so good, so you're in a bad mood, <laughs> correct. What does it have to do with not being grateful? I'm in a bad mood, but I can still be grateful that I can be in a bad mood. Thank God that I have feelings that I know what being a bad mood feels like. Thank God that I'm able to talk to you. There are people who are there are people who can't talk. So you're gonna be you're gonna be upset. So you're telling me you can't be grateful? I got that from the Masilzi Charm. He says there isn't a place that a person's at where he can't be thankful. There's no way that a person can't say, Okay, I'm thankful for something. And a person says, I love when people say that, oh well oh you're a you're a I'm a realist. I'm a realist and I'm you know you're a you're, you're, you're looking at it this way, I'm looking at it that way. Yeah, exactly. Correct. So look at it that way. So look at it positive. Uh, what's wrong with looking at it positive? Rebbe, so, 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 so I do hear the, uh, that, like that point about how, oh, like I'm being real, a person has the ability to create his like, reality and his perception. Right, I, never, I never understood that. Uh, right. What does that mean? I'm being real. What, what, what does that mean? Why is that more real than that? Right, for sure. But, um, but, but what about... Like that time when Lamaisa, like there is something that, that is like bothering me a lot, and I am confused about why Hashem is doing that. So, so it's almost like I should like, like, like what we saying, I should kind of like silver line it. Like not should. No, there's no should. It's not should. It's do I want to? Exactly. Sure, do I want to? Okay. Here, mayor is king. Good. I'll tell you in a second. Mayor, mayor is king gratitude, and anybody who knows, right? Anybody who knows about gratitude, let's talk this out. Good. I'm happy we're talking about this. Anybody who has ever done gratitude, 
which means you've written it down, you've expressed gratitude. This is a... Right, right, right. Any, any, any person who's ever, who's ever spent time being thankful on a... Uh, forget about a daily basis, just once. Anybody who would get up and speak out ten things that, they're gra- that they're gracious, they have gratitude about. Where they would write down ten things that they're thankful for. Guaranteed, guaranteed to anybody, they would start feeling good. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Why? Because people who have gratitude are happy. Not people who are happy have gratitude. That's the way it works. If you want to become a happier person. So yeah, you can have a guy who, who in his reality, whatever that means, is down about something. And he's having a bad day. And he's sitting in traffic. And he got into a fight with his wife. And his kids are not behaving. And he's, okay, well, I'll talk to you guys more, right? Your roommate that kept you up late at night. You're, you're, you don't like your roommate. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, a, he's an ingrate. Yeah, go think about that one, right? He's not grateful for how great of a roommate I am, right? Right? So you have all the bad things. I'm not smart. I don't have a good relationship with my parents. I got anxiety, blah, blah, blah. Great. Now, talk about all the things that you're grateful for. Know what's going to start happening? You'll actually start feeling Good. That's a fact. That's a fact. Mayor, am I right? I'm sorry, I can't put you on the spot like that. No, I just, I feel like, uh, like wherever you're asking it from, right, that's like, that's like, you know, like, like Bill Gates, like, runs like a computer program, so it's like, right? Is that, is that how, like, like the trip works? Uh, <laughs> but, 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 I, but, but the reason I'm saying that, the reason I'm saying that is because, I don't know if that answers your question, Yehuda, but I'm saying, Every per the problem is, and this is so appropriate to learning Hilda's Lush and Hara, because when you see somebody and you see the negative in somebody, get this, get this, get this, know this, asterisk this for the rest of your life. When you see neg- if you see negativity all around you, the negativity comes from you. When you see negativity all around you, that negativity comes from you. When you're in a bad mood because of your mother, your father, the traffic, dot, 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 it has nothing to do with your mother, your father, and the traffic. It has to do with you. Because you inside have a lot of negativity towards yourself, within yourself, and you don't have the thankfulness and the gratitude to focus on all the beautiful things that you have. Also, you, you, you can't say, like, right, it's, it's, like, it's like, I can't spend all these years that all these sins, that every time I've been in a situation like this, it means that I get upset, because everybody else is doing something wrong. And then it's, a, and then it's suggested to you, maybe next time you're in that situation, think that maybe the problem is with you, and start being grateful, and then say, like, well, like, fuck this, like, but that, like, hold on a second, like, try it for, like, a week, a week, for 30 days, try it, and then, because this, you know, like, we definitely know for a fact that, like, you're going to be miserable, like, 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 like this. Correct. And it's like, oh, well, fuck this, fuck that, like, well, hold on a second, like, try it for a week, if it doesn't work, well, we find all of your miseries. Beautiful.
No, no, good. Don't apologize. Good, let's get it clear. Good, good. Good, good. Yes. That if me and my friend, a person and his wife, right, a person together with Hashem, if there's something that they got to work through, because, and, and it doesn't necessarily even have to be, you know, because of something that I'm seeing negative within them, but there's something that they're not on the same page about, there's something that I'm having trouble with, there's a strength for me to sit down with that person and, and like, let's like talk it out. Yep. But, but, but if my approach to the situation, like I know Remy spoke once about how, about how, you know, saying everything like is for the good, that that's a very high level, and that we first want to go first wrong, right. that, that, you know, to almost like tell Hashem, like, this is hard for me. Right. You know, so how do I balance that with like, this is hard for me, oh, but I have a nose and I have an ear, and I, like, I feel like that's not like emotionally. Right, great. Right. So good, so good. So, so, so well, well said, Yehuda. I, I think we're already in the, I think, I think we're, we're at the after stage. Which means, I, I, I accept that things are hard for me. And I realize that this relationship is difficult for me. And, I, and I'm having a bad day. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I have my anxiety. And things are bothering me. I'm, 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 that's where I'm at right now. Now the question is, what could I do about it? I agree with you. Before that, before, before, it's not you should, it's not that you should, it's not you should. There's no should. There's no should. If I want to have a better experience with whatever pain I'm going through and whatever challenges I'm going through and whatever my reality, and I'm doing like that um, for anyone listening who can't watch, I'm putting it in quote, quotations, my reality. If I want to alter, how, why is the, just to answer, why is the whole world drinking and smoking pot? And they're going to do more. They're going to drink more and they're going to smoke more pot. And they're going to smoke, do more drugs. The drugs are not getting less. The drugs are only getting more. Wait till your kids deal with what they deal with. I'm being serious. Just wait. We haven't seen nothing yet. Why are drugs and alcohol and all these things? Because what do they want to do? They want to alter what? Reality. I hate my reality. So since I hate my reality, if I do X, Y, and Z, that will change my reality. Being grateful you can say it. Thing, no? Correct. That's what I'm saying. So one second. So instead of doing drugs and instead of doing alcohol and altering your reality, which doesn't alter your reality, it alters reality for a moment, for a moment, and it actually makes you more depressed, makes you more anxious, and it makes you more challenged. If a person would learn to, like you're saying, you who then I'm agreeing with you. If a person would learn to accept the pain of his reality. And to accept the fact that my relationship with my parents stink. Accept the fact that my relationship maybe with my spouse stinks. To realize that my relationship with my child stinks. The relationship with my boss stinks. The relationship with my roommate stinks. Ready? I'll say the best. My relationship with myself stinks. That's reality. That's authentic, sustainable, that's the reality. Now, I want to alter my reality. So how do I alter my reality? How do I change it? I change it by saying, okay, whoa, is there something positive I could see about my parents? Is there something positive I could see about my spouse? Is 
There's something positive I could see about my child, right? You could say, thank God I have parents. There are people whose parents have died. They don't even have a parent. Oh, well, I wish my parents would die, right? Someone could say that. Okay, so you know what? You could accept, you could accept wherever you are and then, and then start from there saying positivity, positivity. And then once you start that, then you start altering your reality. Does that make sense? It's not a contradiction. It's not a contradiction. It could be a total longer conversation. Not for now. But, but the point is, yes, Toby, please. Yes. The change part that you, you're doing 100%, like the mayor is saying, you just got to do it and you get results. How, like the thought process is coming, how you view the change, I feel like it's really where the, the essence of the change comes from. And I, I'll give, a, I have an example. I, don't, I just have been noticing you know, everybody with the coronavirus is going around. So these companies, the change was convenience. You know, we wanted convenience. You know, if you're a credit card company, get rid of your credit cards, so now you have convenience, right? But what's the pitch now? Now, the, the, the whole pitch now, get rid of your credit card because you don't want germs. You know, there's a whole new mentality that's coming in with the change. And, and it's coming from, you know, a, a reality of, you know, where, you know, what's what's really around this, you know, there's, there's a, you know, a big tumor perspective, but if you're not, if you're not, you know, Changing, you know, with that, with with like that, that you have to change with the the, the progressiveness in that, in that sense. I'm working on this one still. Yeah. 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 I think we have, to, like we have to look at it, like we have to break it down. So basically, uh, not if, but being that the whole purpose of the world is for a relationship with God. Yeah, not if, it's being. So we don't have to accept a fact as is. We have to understand that God gave us the fact as it is. We have one purpose in mind, which is what? To strengthen our relationship with God. So once we see everything in that sense, of course we'll be grateful. Even if it's hard, even if it's not, because... But it only works when we understand that we're taking whatever struggle we have or whatever hardship we have in order to strengthen the purpose in our life, which is our relationship with God. And then I'll be thankful. It'll be hard. I'll say, God, it's very hard for me. Thank you for somehow somehow working it out that this will bring me closer to you. But if I don't, if I don't turn to God when that hard thing is happening, so yeah, I agree. It's just hard. Why should I be thankful? It's just hard for me to deal with it alone. But if the whole, if we act on the purpose, which is to Beautiful. Strength in our relationship with God, then, then yeah, I'll be grateful beautiful. for that. Like it's getting me closer. Beautiful. 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 Yes, Yes. I I understand. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Something that sounds a bit like I understand. Correct. Well said. So, so, so Yehuda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next. So good. Yehuda's saying, if I'm trying to change it, then I'm, if I'm accepting it, then I'm not truly changing it. So to, right, if I'm truly accepting I'm not... So the answer to that is, and this is scientific, scientific, they say when it comes to pain, when it comes to physical pain, they say that when a person is trying to get out of the pain physically, you bang your knee. They talk about, I, I've read this from people who have been in the hospital having an operation or whatever it is that they're in pain. When you fight the pain, it's more painful. 
when a person accepts the pain, then it sort of releases and makes it less painful on a physical, on physical. So, so too emotionally, so too emotionally, it's the same exact thing. If you have emotional pain, the more a person fights that pain, the more the pain will be stronger and the pain will stay. When a person's able to accept the pain, then the pain will leave. And you're 100% right. If he's looking for the pain to leave, then he's not truly, then he's not truly accepting it. Correct. 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 Then, but but, but you, can't tri- you can't trick yourself. 100%. It's like, go, 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 good. Now you're asking, how do you accept it? How could you accept something that you definitely don't want? Right. And therefore, you're only accepting it in order to change it. No, 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 no. You're not accepting Hold up. But you're not accepting it in order to change it. It's like the story that I've said with the parents who say, and we have the same thing, where the parents say, oh, if you want to, you need to accept, oh, I'm not happy with my child, I'm not happy with my child, and this might happen to everybody here. I'm not happy with my child, I'm not happy with my child, and I tell the parents, you need to accept your child. And they say, okay, now that I accepted him, is he now going to get better? No, 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 you need to accept your child. Mom, what are you saying, Yehuda? You can't trick it. You have to literally accept it 100%. Go, go, go. Stop. You're asking, so how do you accept it 100%? We're talking, about the math. We're talking about the math of it. The math is, until you accept it 100%, it's going to stay with you. No, I'm saying, how, how can I accept something 100% if I don't want it? Authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health, comes from one's connection to reality. The reality is you're in pain. That's the reality. The reality is you hurt. You can't deny that. That's the first step. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. No, I think the premise is that it's bad for you, and I'm not the premise. And I'm not saying it's easy, but the problem is that we look at the picture limited. Now, you don't have to say, oh, I understand why I'm going through it. But if the premise is that God is perfect, and perfect doesn't make mistakes, so you know later on somewhere it's going to help you or you're going to overcome something crazy. So that's the problem. The problem is you're like, wow, I'm going through this pain, it's crazy. But if you see 10 years, I could show you that you're going to help your son with the same thing. Would you take it or not? Yeah, 100%. I, I understand what you're saying. But I'm saying like, He's just saying, how do you accept it? No, just, I'm by knowing that no, God... No, that, it's, still, it's, still, it's still hard to say, like... If a person is physically in pain because his th- he banged his thumb and his thumb is throbbing, so he says, I'm in that's reality. The reality is my thumb is throbbing. If my heart is throbbing, my heart is in pain, it's in pain. That's it. That's reality. That's all. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, how can I shift um, my my style of acceptance from let me accept this pain so that I'll feel better to let me accept this pain and the story. Correct. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yes. Yes. How what? Why are you smiling? Why are you smiling? Because how do you do that? Something, something, 
something that hurts, like I, I want it to stop hurting. I want my finger to stop hurting. So why can I say goodbye except that my finger's hurting? No, I want it to stop hurting. You turn to God. Say, I accept it. Say it's okay. First start by saying it. First say, first say, first say, thank God I have a finger that it can throb. Thank God I have a finger. There are people who don't have fingers. Thank God I have a finger that is able to throb. Thank God that I was in a relationship. Thank God I have a relationship that I could be upset at that person. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem, I have a roommate. Baruch Hashem, I have a yeshiva that I could be in that I could have a roommate. Thank God I could have a roommate in the hospital. I could have a roommate in the hospital. Thank God this roommate is in yeshiva. I like that That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You start with gratitude. You start with that. Say, thank God I am able to have normal feelings. Thank God I'm able to have... To have a relationship, thank God I'm able to not understand it. Thank God my brain works good enough that I could actually process and have difficulty with this. Thank God I could have a father that I could be upset at. I could have a mother that I could be upset at. Thank God. Thank God I'm young. Thank God I'm in a shear. Thank God I'm in a yeshiva that we talk about these things. Thank God that we're able to talk about pain and challenges and we can try and understand it. Thank God. Once you start that, you start saying, whoa, okay, great, but I'm still in pain. And I'm, and I'm willing to go through the pain to win the game. Yeah. The game called life. Right. Say, I, my pinky is torn. My thumb's torn. My shoulder's hurting. Why? So why don't I leave the game oh. when I'm playing? Right. Because I know that my vision is to win the game. So if you look at the pain, that that's going to cause me to win. And then you stay in Beautiful. the game. Beautiful. Rabbi, stay in the Hashem Yehuda, Hashem should help you, Hashem should help all of us, Hashem should help all of us, is that Hashem should help that we don't have pain. But Hashem should help that, that if we do have pain, like Tzvi saying, like Shlomazan, like we're all saying, is to realize that it's really, it's really there for us. It's really there for us in the deepest way. Somebody had, yes. Oh, Shlaimi had, yes, yeah, Shlaimi. What was it? Please, please, please. So we talked about accepting pain. I think the point is more accepting yourself with the pain. The pain itself, like you're the same, is tough. Beautiful. You're accepting your life with the pain, and then that's, that's not what we're Wow, beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Accepting yourself, that's a beautiful shot. Accepting yourself, part of it is that I don't accept myself. That I'm that I'm having the pain that I'm ha- that I'm having. You sort of need to be okay with yourself. Unbelievable, unbelievable, beautiful. Slimy then Shuki, yeah. Slimy, slimy, slimy. We love slimy. Slimy. Come on, some karaba no, afterwards. Come on, you're too quiet. Come on. I was really trying hard to Yes. Like uh, Rabbi was saying before, like scientifically, the pain. Right. Yeah, it's it's true. When somebody tickles your toes, you jump. You you're you're fighting it. But when you tickle your own toes, you can tickle it all day. It doesn't, oh. doesn't bother you. Ah, very good. Try it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Shoki? Shoki. Uh, things, no pain, no gain. I got you. Right, right. Secondly, that was from um, Rabbi Tzir? That was from... I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like, uh, Yuna was asking, like, he's like, I don't want to go through the pain, right. so, like, why would I accept it? Right. I, like, I don't want the pain, but the, the only way to get rid of it is accepting it. You can't, you can't, you can't fight any battle if you don't want to, like, fight the battle. You're just trying to avoid it. You've got to jump in there. And like, right, okay, right, right. Beautiful. Beautiful shooking. Beautiful shooking. And, and, and you know what? Uh, part, of, part of what you're saying is that it, it's so true. And Yehuda, I, I, I want to talk this out. This is so important. Baruch Hashem, Ashreinu, we're sitting here with uh, purity of speech. That's where we got into this because this is what it's about. When you have, when you yourself don't deal with what you need to deal with, when you yourself don't deal with what Hashem is forcing you to deal with, and Hashem wants you to deal with it, and you avoid it, and you're constantly avoiding it, and you're not going through it, like Shukri's saying, you're not going through it, you're not embracing it, and it's challenging, it's very challenging, but it's more challenging when we avoid, when we sort of avoid what we have to deal with, and we avoid it by either talking negatively about people, we avoid it by, by spending time on our phones, and that distracts us, we avoid it by drinking, by smoking, by doing things. What does that do? What it does is it, it avoids the, 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 the things that we have to deal with. What we have to deal with. And the only way to have that happiness in your life, as hard as it is sometimes, is to really deal with whatever is right in front of you. Whatever is right in front of you. To deal with what, what Hashem gives us. That's where Lashon Hara, that's what Mayor said. It's so, it's so appropriate to say that the path, which is really Pesach, it's literally everything, Haman, Amalek, it's all, about, it's all about speaking, it's all about speaking negatively because you yourself don't realize that everything that you have, everything that you have is exactly what you're supposed to have. Amalek is Mikra. Amalek is is coincidence. It happens to be that this person is my roommate. It happens to be that this is my family. It happened. No, it not happens to be. Hashem put you in this situation for you. Hashem gave you that anxiety for you. It's the biggest thing we've spoken about anxiety. People suffer from anxiety. The greatest challenge of anxiety is that we fight the anxiety. And we don't accept it. I don't like to use the word so much accept. That's a high level. You're okay with it. I guarantee everybody here, anybody here, because I myself I have okay struggled is, is easier. No, I've okay struggled. It's also high level. I think just, just, I, just being aware. Of being aware. Correct. Well, that's what I mean. Being, being, it means the first step is just saying, like, it's, when I say it's okay, it means it's here. It's here. And stop pushing it away. I myself, and I struggled a lot with anxiety. I remember the, the hardest thing about it was the fact was the fact that I didn't understand it, and I thought there was something wrong with me, and I and 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 I thought that that, that I got to get rid of it. You you don't want to get rid of anxiety. You don't want to get rid of anxiety because anxiety is power. People with anxiety speak to Doctor Doctor Shimmy. We haven't heard from Doctor Shimmy. Yeah. A person who has a person who has anxiety. Right? We were just talking about it, Rabbi Tzi. We were just talking about it this morning. When a person has anxiety, it means he has power. Don't push it away. You're pushing away your greatest your greatest friend. What you have to learn is you have to learn how to to identify it. You have to learn what's the reason it's coming now. 
how do I, how do I, how do I understand why it's entering right now? What am I nervous about? What am I scared of? What's bothering me? To break it down. To break it down. But you can't break it down until you actually sit down with it and say, Hi, Shalom Aleichem, Mr. Anxiety. What do you have to say? What's, what's the story? What do you, what's the story that you're saying? So, so I'll say it quick. So, so two things. First of all, just to bring out what, uh, what Rebbe said and how it also fits in with like not saying should. So not that we need science to bring out what Don Khal is saying, but I'm you know, sitting down this whole thing on a thing called uh, a, a, a life uh, a script. It's like a concept, like a life script. If somebody has what they believe, what they believe their life should be, and then in regards to what's happening, and then correct an example, like, like an example that happened that they write out, right? And I feel like fitting well, like as he is, is that he was a Christian who, was, who had a lot of like pain in life, and he was saying how he accepted his pain, you know, but 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 he's still like just struggling a lot, feeling depressed, and all these things, and then. They go through a whole session, and then it comes down to he believes within his life script that a Christian should always be doing, you know, like a certain, like you know, work of God, like the Holy Chef, you know, in like a very like happy way. So because in his mind, and then they then they right. explain it scientifically, right, right. The, 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 the parts of the brain that 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 does this, but because in his mind he believes that the way life should be. Is that I am loving, you know, the work that I'm doing for God, like in a certain kind of way. Therefore, he never was really allowing himself to accept that it is God who put me into a situation where it is hard for me to do that, and where I can't even do that currently. So, in regards to like accepting something which is painful, right? So, it can almost be like I kind of have a choice here. Like it's going to be painful. Like, and there's nothing that's going to change that. So I have a choice to go about, you know, living today with that pain and accepting that that is from God, or trying to get out of that pain. But we might have shut the pain is going to be there. Right. So it's kind of like you know, being able to let go of like our shoulds and our life script. Beautiful. But then my question, and uh, we just have to answer here because it's really kind of the same question as before. I'm still struggling with it. Yeah. And I'm not saying this in like a T4 like kind of way, like, like just to kind of you know build up my question. Like I live, you know, or I lived. Now we live a block away from each other. You know, from a dude who's very into gratitude, and I've tried gratitude. I've read books, and Rebbe's always talking about it. And like I'm really trying to, but I'm still not seeing, and I'm still not connecting to to why the acceptance comes through gratitude. I'm saying like, why can't I just accept that I'm in pain? Why does it need to be in a way where where Hashem is putting me in pain, but I have a nose and, 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 and ears, and like why that is what is, you know, equaling the acceptance, like to me, and like I'm trying to connect too, but it seems like it's just two different things. And the gratitude will not necessarily bring me to the acceptance. And like it's kind of silver lining the problem, it's like empathy versus like sympathy. Like if I'm just gonna be grateful when I'm going through pain, like, I'm not going to go through my pain, which I feel like is so beautiful and so healthy in regards to my relationship with Hashem, to kind of, like, live through that pain, to accept the pain, right. that this is really what I'm supposed to go through. But why is, like, the gratitude, like, my, my finger's in pain, but for Hashem, I have a finger, 
which isn't paying, like for me, and, and like I've always tried it, and like I'm not like like I'm trying to like to bring that into my life, but me accept like me having gratitude that I have the figure to be in pain is not what's bringing me to the acceptance. It's it's just it's just kind of dealing with like the like okay like like I have a simple choice in life like like the pain's gonna be there either way. So I can just accept that that's my shaft that I'm supposed to have this pain. And, and that brings me to the acceptance, but not so much the gratitude. Like I feel like the gratitude for me is kind of a separate you know, entity and okay. kind of a separate Whatever. part of the okay. relationship. Okay, so first of all, Shkai Yehuda, amazing. Amazing, I think we could talk more privately about that, but I'm saying bottom line is if, if the other way works for you, then do it that way. It's fine. If the other way works and not the gratitude, that's fine. Right. Okay, good. So we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk more about it. Yes. Yes, Araf. I'm saying when you have a Muna, you have no more physical, no more um, uh, spiritual misery. When you have a moon, a truly a moon and a shem, you have no heaviness, no sadness, no worries, no anxieties, no nothing. Because you understand, everything is from Hashem, so why to be worried? You understand? When you have a moon, you pass all this problem. Physical pain, it's, sometimes it counts. If you have a moon, it's easy to accept. You understand? It's understand? It's easy to accept. But you have the, when you have two, two, a moon, I promise you have no more. Spiritual misery is forever. If you have only a moon and Hashem, it's beating all the misery because you understand everything is good, everything is from Hashem. So, I think. Beautiful. We constantly try to control things. They asked the guy that amputated his hand that was stuck under the rock. Um, he was sitting there for three days in the forest. They said, Did it hurt? He said, No because I knew I had to do it. Or two weeks ago when the guy from the, for, the bus that flipped over there, Morty was there, a few guys were there. So I asked him, and the guys were in cheer, I said, were you scared? He said, no, because I knew I had nothing to do about it. Beautiful. And it's a deep level. You gotta work and keep on coming back. Mayor's been spitting fire because he keeps on going and talking about it every day, every minute, every, and so it becomes a screwdriver in Muna. For many people, it's like the monkey ranch. You don't know where it is. But the more you use it, it becomes accessible. Beautiful. Yeah, Mayor, beautiful. I say that, um, Love it. Yeah, first of all, this is great. Right? I'm grateful for this. Right? But, um, but um, it, it's kind of like, 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 it's important to kind of know, like, 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 like what gratitude is that, that it's not just like lip service. Right. Like, like, this is something who I am. This is how I uh, experience life. It's like if I'm sitting in a car and I'm in traffic. And I'm saying thank you in order to get me out of the traffic. I'm saying thank you in order to get... Exactly. So then that's not called gratitude. That's Correct. just another false illusion of control and of needing to have something to deal with because I'm afraid of just letting go. So, so, so you know, we're, we're calling it gratitude, but, but it's not. That's not what gratitude is. Gra- right. gra- it's, it's that's why it's an attitude of gratitude. Huh? That's why it's an attitude of gratitude. Right, right, exactly. It's not just a gratitude, it's a life, a life of gratitude. Right. And understand. Right. And, 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 and the gift, right, we, we don't know what's going to happen after, but, but this is what I mean when I say, like, this is like who, who, like, this is like who I am. The real gift is that when I'm sitting in traffic, instead of needing to complain, 
and I would be a victim to, to, to traffic around me. I'm able to sit in my car and say thank you and smile and lay back the same exact way as if I was cruising. So, um, you know, it has nothing to do. That's why gratitude is not for, for, the, for the bad bad times. Now it's bad, so let, let, let me be grateful. Like, no, this is who I am. And I think a point that, that brings this out, and anybody here, and, and I say this for myself for sure, that uh, anybody here who's, 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 and I think, like, I'm saying, like, if this is true, so I guess I do, if you can tell me, because everybody here has had to accept hard parts about, about, about themselves. How come sometimes you're sitting at a table and, like, you're, like, crying, you could, like, half breathe because you're so, like, emotionally overwhelmed that you can only half, like, physically breathe, and it's all hitting me at once that for the past six months I've been being fake and I finally realize that I'm just afraid of how people view me all the time. All these things are hitting me and I'm like crying and I have like some like schnoz coming out of my nose and I tell it like to someone, right? And I accept this whole like reality of myself and face myself and the guy's like, oh, like, how are you feeling? And the guy's like, wow, thanks. I feel really great, you know? Right? Does anybody here like relate to that? Like, wow, like, I finally feel like I could like feel good again. I finally have like hope. But then when I was like, look, look, and all good, and like ignoring all, the, all these like par parts down, everything like looks good. And then like you ask me, I'm doing. I'm like, oh, whatever. This whole world is a uh, is a fake and this and that. So I don't know if this is true. Maybe Ravi can tell me if this is true. But I feel like true. two questions that I always need to ask myself when I find that I'm struggling with being grateful is number one. Why, why am I so afraid of things being all good and that I have nothing to do? And number two, why, why am I so afraid of me being exactly who I am at this moment? Beautiful, beautiful, man. Oh, wow, beautiful, 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 beautiful. Ellie. So he's asking, he's asking why would grateful help me accept? So I think that why we all have problems, we all have pain all the time. We don't have times when there's no pain. So what's happening? Sometimes I'm happy, old dandy, and sometimes I'm crying and snouts come out of it. So, so, so what's going on? So the problem is that you're focusing on it, that you're focusing that number one, the problem that I have a problem, and number two, you're focusing on the problem. You're all worried about the problem. But yeah, so if you're gonna focus and be worried about the problem, your brain's gonna do that anyway. So why not just direct it to be gratitude? And then through the gratitude, instead of focusing on the negative things in your life, focusing on the positive right now. So I'm happy. I'm focusing on the negative, so I'm not gonna be happy. Obviously, if I'm focusing on every problem I have, I'm not gonna be happy. But that's how gratitude helps, because it's the opposite of negativity, which is why I'm feeling bad about myself, because everybody always has pain anyways. So the question is, are you focusing on the negativity, or am I focusing on the, the good things? Beautiful. Beautiful. Wow, unbelievable. Yes, I see. We'll, we'll wrap this up. Yes, Baruch Hashem. Amazing. Yeah, I think, we, like Larry was saying, we fake ourselves into, because we thank Hashem, we're going to get whatever we want to get out of it. Right. One of the problems we read to our kids stories of, so the king threw the guy in jail, and he kept Chavez, and he got out. I read to my kids stories saying, the kid, the king threw the guy in the jail, <laughs> and he killed kept you. Chavez, and he chopped his head off. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we think, because you're going to do, I'm going to get. Right. No. Beautiful. We'll talk about that later, Robert.
No, I, 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 I have, yeah, Dovey. <laughs> to do a, a few more things just because of what we do every day. It's already 11 o'clock, Baruch Hashem. Uh, this is so beautiful. I, I, I could just, I could just, I know, right? That's Mike. Look what you're doing. I could just talk, I could just talk from my own personal experience. Um, I've been doing this for a year and a half now with Yitzi Weinstein and, and um, doing this um, as well leaving messages, and I've spoken about this before, and all of the questions about gratitude, I could just share my own personal experience. Every morning, I leave a 35 to 50 second uh, thankful as I'm walking from my house to yeshiva or wherever I am, and I leave a message every morning that I'm thankful for the most simplest things. Most of the times, my message is, I'm thankful that I'm leaving a message. I'm thankful that my thumb works that I could press the, the, my phone to leave a message. I'm thankful that I could talk. And I could tell you, I can only talk from my own experience. And like we're all saying, obviously, it's a, it's a Rabbi Tzvi mentioned this, and Mayer, it's, it's a way of life. It's a way of life, and I could tell the difference from my morning when I don't leave the thankful message. When I wake up in the morning, and I am telling myself, and I'm saying things that are positive. It ends up just like, right, they've had that example where someone stands up in front of a crowd and says, I'm weak, I'm weak, I'm weak, I'm weak. And people, I've seen this, they've, they've done this uh, in uh, the seminars. I'm weak, I'm weak, I'm weak. And someone pushes 
their hands down while they're saying, I'm weak, I'm weak, I'm weak, and their hands go down like this. And then someone says, I'm strong, I'm strong, I'm strong, I'm strong, I'm strong, and they're able to hold up. Now, obviously, affirmations, as Mayer was saying, it's not just you just say things. Oh, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful. But it affects you. When you say something, that's what advertising is. That's what commercials are. That's what all the industry of business, if you say something over and over and over, it starts sinking in. Repetition is the greatest way for a person to understand. That's why chazara is so important. When you chazar over and you say something over and over, when a person says, Hashem is Einod Mulvada, when Hashem runs my life, and thank you, Hashem, and thank you, Hashem, and thank you, Hashem, the more a person says it, it drips into himself. And I'm saying this, I'm saying this on my own personal, right? I started doing the same thing by leaving a message for my wife every morning. I'm not saying this, stop. For those of you who are married, and for those of you that you'll get married, I'm telling you, it has changed. And thank God, I had a good marriage before. Just by leaving a message every morning, a 30-second message of thank you, it has transformed the relationship with my wife. Just by leaving a message of gratitude, it transforms a person, which means that it, it works. It works. So whatever anybody wants to say to challenge, I, I challenge anybody. If you do the gratitude, and you have the gratitude, even if it's not your lifestyle now, and you incorporate it into your life, you incorporate it, just like, just like Chavetz Chaim. It's not just, okay, I decided one day I want to stop speaking Lashon Hara. It's not about stopping to speak Lashon Hara. It's about making a commitment to say that every day we're going to learn Hilchus Lashon Hara. Every day we're going to try and learn Hilchus Lashon Hara. Then what happens is it starts changing your life. You don't have to change your life. It starts changing your life. You start learning Masil Shisharim every day. You come to Shir every day. It starts affecting you. It starts changing you little by little. I want to just say the quick halacha. It's important. And then I just want to read, read one line just to be Yotze that we do this in every morning. I'd like to, to try and just say this over. Basically, that Rechilus is forbidden even if it was said in public other people repeat the same rechilas, and the speaker is present and does not deny that he said the rechilas. Now remember what rechilas is. Rechilas is where you're pinning two people against each other. Where you're saying, this person said this about you. So even if it was said publicly, even if people know about it, even if the speaker is present and doesn't deny that he said it, you're still not allowed to Believe it, right? Your brother, the example is your brother tells you that Chaim spoke negatively about you. You're not allowed to believe this. Even if your brother told you in the presence of a crowd, even if other people also told you that Chaim spoke negatively about you, and even if Chaim is standing right in front of you and does not deny it, you're still not allowed to believe it. That's the halachas that we're learning in Chavetz Chaim. Just quickly to learn, to learn one piece where we're talking about, which is actually beautiful that we're up to this in Ramchal, where he says the fourth thing for a person to become a successful Jew, to become a successful person, a successful Jew, is Shlemus Halev, which means you're basically totally in acceptance of who you are. You're totally in acceptance of the situation as 
I've said many times, where, wherever you are, be there. Which means not just physically, wherever you are, be there. But whatever you're going through, be there. If you're sitting in traffic, be in the traffic. I'm in traffic. It's okay. Look around you. That's part of an eights also. When a person looks around himself, what usually happens is when a person's in traffic, he gets triggered by a story that's called traffic. But when a person goes ahead and says, I'm sitting in a car, that's part of the gratitude. I'm sitting in a car. I'm in a car. There's a car next to me. It's the word traffic that triggers a person. Right? I guarantee you somebody who is in quarantine right now. Let's think about it this way. Somebody who's in quarantine right, would not complain to be online at the supermarket waiting online. Why? Because, because he's online with a crowd. You hear what it is? In traffic. I'm sure someone who's in quarantine would love to be in traffic because he wouldn't call it traffic. He would call it, I'm able to be with a lot of people. I'm able to be with the public. Somebody who comes from a town where there's no people around and he comes into a city and he comes into Manhattan or La Havdal, he comes into Yerushalayim and he's sick and tired of being in the farmland and he wants to be with people. When he comes in and there's traffic, he starts saying, wow, this is incredible. If you're going to a concert, if you're going to a concert and you're excited that you're going to this concert and there are a lot of people there, right? You show up to a great concert and there are only seven people there, you're going to scratch your head and say like, whoa, this is not so cool. But you're going to a concert and there are a lot of people there and there's a lot of traffic. You're like, yeah, I'm the man. I'm sitting in traffic. Suddenly you're traffic. Suddenly the crowd becomes something beautiful. And you know what it is? That's your reality. You create your reality. And don't let anyone tell you different. You create your reality. It's not, I thought of something, I was speaking to my son last night, um, and we were, we were, I was tucking him in. Um, I forgot we were talking about, um, what was it? I forgot exactly what we were talking about. I was sitting with Avram. And, oh, we were talking about something that he wants to work on. And we spoke about, um, um, I want to be this thing, he was saying. I want to be. So I told him, classically, he, Hashem, he liked it. Right? It wasn't like, oh, there goes Tati saying his line. Right? But, but we were sitting together and I said, don't worry about be, being something. Become that which you want. Meaning sometimes we say, I want to be... I want to be successful. I want to be rich. I want to be a tamachacham. I want to be free of X, Y, and Z. Don't worry about being it. Become it. Create it. Make what you want your life to be like. Make your life, the, decide that you want your life to be a certain way and become that. Create that. Make that happen. We don't realize the power Haman and Amalek is all about coincidence. It's all about it happened to be, which is all victim mentality. It happens to be that this is the way I am. It's so crazy. It's so crazy that the world strips us, strips us from our power. A Jew has so much power to create his reality. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us the ability to live the life that we want to live. Hashem should help us as we always speak about that Avera is Malashin Avar, 
is that the Yitzhahara always wants us thinking about our past. The Yitzhahara always wants us thinking about negativity. The Yitzhahara always wants us to realize that we can't, and I can't, and I can't, and I failed, and I messed up, right? Only in our yeshiva, only in our yeshiva, I don't, I don't mean that in a, in a, in a, to the exclusion, but I'm so proud of our yeshiva that last night at Shalashudis, when someone, when someone fell down, when someone tripped right away, besides the fact that everyone ran to help him out, when he tripped and he fell immediately, right? You fall down, you get back up, you fall right away. Right away, that's how the tzaddikim live their lives. Physically, he fell down and right away everyone's like, oh, you fall down, you get back up, you fall down, you get back up. It's okay to fall down. It's okay to have challenges. It's okay that things are difficult for you. That's what life is about. Keep on going, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. You will arrive, I guarantee everybody. You will get there. Have patience. You will get to where you want to get to. Have patience. Take it slow. Enjoy the journey. You guys are 18, 19, 20, 21. You're young. This is the time. And the easier you take it on yourself, and the more you're good with yourself, and you don't beat yourself up, and you're patient, and you let yourself go through whatever you go through, and you're working hard, obviously, but you're patient, I guarantee you, you will get there. Guaranteed. You'll get to wherever you want to get to. Baruch Hashem, Hashem gave you guys so much talent, so much gift. What do you expect to get at 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24? Right, speak to Rabbi Tzvi. He's a young, young, scratching where you're the scratching the surface. No, for real, scratching the surface. He just finished the Masech, the starting Shabbos, a whole shear. We never could imagine. I mean, seriously. If I told Rabbi Tzvi, if I told Rabbi Tzvi, I just wonder, you're talking about Rabbi Tzvi. If I told him two years ago, and he'd be sitting with an oilum, finishing a sechta, another sechta, steiging away, going away. He'd look at me and say, whoa, whoa, slow down, Rebbe, slow down. Correct? I wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. And you know what? He, he's right that he wouldn't do it because it's not the time to do it. Everything at the right time. Everything at the right time. He wasn't supposed to do it. He wasn't supposed to do it. We have to be so patient with ourselves. We have to be so loving, right? Someone recently from Yeshiva told me, a mom is a special guy, I can't say who it is because it was a personal thing that he told me. He started a new therapist. He's in America. And he told me an incredible, incredible thing. And he said that the therapist said such a great line to him. And he says, for 20 whatever years, you've been damaging yourself. For 20 whatever, however many years, whatever it is, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a tough ride for you. And you expect to fix 20 years or however many in one conversation? It takes time to fix yourself. It takes time to change yourself. It takes time. We need the patience. We need the love. We need the respect for ourselves to ourselves. That's what we need. To slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Shem should help all of us. Shem should help all of us. Stop rushing, everybody. Stop rushing. Everyone's rushing. Where's everybody going? Where's everybody going? I can't tell you how many conversations. I got like this, like that. Two years, three years, like Rabbi Tzvi was saying on Shabbos. One year, two years in yeshiva. It's not even yeshiva. It's a, it's a joke. 
You need so much time, and especially nowadays. A 19-year-old nowadays is not. Like where he is, it is, and that's what it is. We're all, we're all not in a bad way. Just have patience. There's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to run to. There's nowhere to run to. Where, where, where's everybody going? You're going, what, you think all the people who go and leave yeshiva and they're finally like, okay, that's it, I'm here, I'm at work, I'm doing it. They're miserable. They're miserable. I don't mean they're miserable, that sounds too uh, dramatic. They're miserable. They're, <laughs> no, they're not, I didn't mean it like that. What I meant is that these are the days, guys. These are your days. Hashem, help us all. We should be zocher to be mocha to, to do mechias amalek today, tomorrow, Purim, Shushan Purim. We should be zocher the whole entire month to get rid of the amalek within each and every one of us. And through that, we'll be zocher to live today as the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.